Welcome to episode 123 of Iron Man Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Alright guys, so welcome along to episode 123, we think it's 123, of Iron Man Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Iles. How you going mate? Good, take two. Oh, we've had take two for two weeks in a row. We met, you're missing gold. Oh, gold we had the best intro of all time. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, anyway, how's it? My Mac's getting old and it's starting to hurt. And it's birthday boy time. Oh, that's right, I'm, I'm 31. You're 31? <laughs> Get old. Jeez, mate. My, my, my partner. Yeah. Oh, okay. My partner, it's yeah. a change. Yeah. Got me eye cream. Eye cream. Okay. Anti- oh, yeah. Anti-wrinkling okay. cream. Oh, I thought there was going to be something for your like, iPod. You mean eye cream, I thought. <laughs> anyway. You could take it the wrong way, couldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> this week's show is proudly brought to you by... Athlinks.com. Oh, check that out. Social networking for endurance athletes for all your social and tracking needs. He's testing me. Trybuyers.com. For all the world's best triathlon gear and free shopping over $200. And... Oh, you got yourself, didn't you? <laughs> Coffeesofhawaii.com Coffeesofhawaii.com for the world's best coffee from the world's best coffee location. So on this week's show, I kind of feel like I've done this already, John. We've got news, we've got lots of results coming up. We've got a hot topic of the week. Uh, high five. On how to get things on the show. How to get things <laughs> isn't particularly difficult right now. <laughs> if you ever want to get your name on the show, now's the time to do it. Uh, we've got Coach's Corner, our website of the week, Coach's Corner's on. How to do fast transitions from triathlon extraordinaire Bevan James Isles and yeah. his apprentice John yeah, I'll teach you a thing or two. <laughs> and we've got questions and answers. Okay, so what are we talking about first time last time? Dwayne Clerken and Chrissy are going to go head to head at the long distance world championships in Holland on August the 31st. It's going to be exciting times because these two, I don't think, have ever gone head to head. No, they and kind of are the two big names, aren't they? Although oh, Van Clerken yeah. hasn't done Hawaii. No, and I thought I read somewhere that she's going to Hawaii this year, but I don't know where she's qualified because I don't recall any Ironman that she's done. So not quite sure if she has picked up a spot or, or when she's going or, or how she's doing it. No, but we, we tried to get an interview with her. We, we? We, yeah, we were going to do one actually last week, but Bevan decided to be in, in Hong Kong. Yeah, it's, it's a high flying. In role. Inconsiderate. Know? We had it all lined up. <laughs> So we couldn't we, make it. We uh, were talking to her manager slash boyfriend slash coach, yeah. um, and we will get her on the show sometime soon. So that's going to be pretty cool. Uh, but, but I think in his email, didn't he mention Hawaii? I thought he did, yeah, yeah. or in a press release. So yeah, I don't know where she's qualified, but we'll, we'll ask her and we'll find mm, out. Yeah. But this is going to be a great battle because they're the two girls that are that are dominating. Van Clerken set the new world best time and and yep. wrote, and you can argue till you're blue in the face. Um, oh, the courses are different, blah blah yeah. blah. But Still legendary effort. Legendary effort. She beat Newbie Fraser's time by six minutes on the yep. same course. So that in itself is a huge achievement, and we all know how good Chrissy is right now. So you, you know you'd have to say Chrissy will be the favourite, but I think this if, if they both go as hard as they possibly can, this is going to be the hardest she's going to have to go to take it. I, I would think. Uh, and Van Clerken is also on home home soil. The race is in Holland. Yep. So that will give her a little bit of extra motivation. In terms of their She's an emotional character, isn't she? Yeah. She yeah, at the end of the road. Yeah, she was born out. out. Yeah. So you've also got to think they both had a similar build-up. You know, they both raced, uh, wrote in Germany, so they both will have a bit of fatigue in their legs from so racing I wonder what, Okay, so where we had the Brett Sutton interview, and he kind of ranked Chrissy higher than anyone at the moment. Mm. But I wonder what, how, as a coach, do you have favourites? You must have favourites. Well, I think with with... 
um, him, as he said in his interview, his favourites aren't necessarily the people of the fastest. You know, he mentioned Stephen Bayliss, who we're also going to get on the show shortly. Yeah, we're uh, hoping to get him today, as, but as one of the athletes that he's the proudest of, because you know he he maybe doesn't have quite as much talent, and he goes out and he maximises his talent. So, yeah, I think a lot of the hype is around Chrissy, but I think. Uh, who knows whether they, she's his favourite or not, but he certainly rates her as the best female. Yeah, he seems very kind of non-emotional about it, doesn't he? Mm. He's just like a facts man, eh? Yeah. She's the number one at the moment because she does mm. this, this and that. Mm. Yeah, so I think it's going to be a fantastic race. Great to see him going head-to-head, and it's uh, over the slightly shorter distance. The world champs is, uh, I think it's 4K swim, 120K bike, and 30K run. Dead flat pancake course, and I just hope that the women have a fair race and they don't get caught up in the guys' race. Hopefully they have separate starts and the age groupers don't get involved. When we did take one, I did ask you this question, so I'm going to ask you again, although I know the answer. Do you think that it would be better if we had racing where the guys went 10 minutes earlier than the girls? Girls went maybe 10, 15, maybe half an hour before the age groupers. Totally. Yeah? I think in Kona they should do that. I mean, it doesn't really affect the organisation of the day. I suppose it's a little bit harder for their production crew in terms of... Uh, getting all the filming done because it will be more spread out but we see time and time again that the the good female swimmers can hang on to the sort of second third tier pro guys and we saw that in Rote Uh, and then the the girls who are poorer swimmers but very strong bike runners have to ride solo Um, and there's flip sides of that sometimes they get to join in with some of the age groupers but I'd much rather see a nice clean race separate pro men start separate pro women start age groupers start later so there's no sort of uh, if we're running the sport there'd be no problems at all with no problems there'd be no drafting there'd be no (laughs) drugs we'd just chop people's legs off (laughs) you're just getting your legs chopped off so uh, uh, it would (laughs) all be fair it would be fair we can't use that saying because I didn't get the saying saying? you said life's not fair life is not fair what did you say that about I can't even remember uh I can't remember either. Oh. I'll bring it in somewhere else. <laughs> okay, make sure you bring it in somewhere else. Okay. So we had Edinburgh Man over last weekend and uh, pretty exciting race. What happened, Jumbo? It was good times. Edinburgh is a very, very tough race. I think it's probably one of the hardest Ironman races in the world. <laughs> no, I don't think it is. I think Newsman is. Oh, really? <laughs> Again, we had to debate and take one. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, Edinburgh is held in France. It goes over has several passes on the bike, and that's indicated by the, the bike times. Yeah. Uh, the, so, 6.09 is the fastest yeah. bike. So it's a very, very tough day at the office. They also start very early in the morning, 6 a.m. start, starting in, uh, in darkness following a boat that's got a light on the back of it uh, so it's, it's a long day and uh, some, some great results Xavier Laflot had a hometown victory French fella 10.06 took it out from Stephen Bayliss in 10.09 and then Marcel Zamora Perez was third in 10.17 I think he won one of the harder Ironman courses this year it was either Lanzarote or, or France one of the harder ones so Pretty good field, really. You've also got some other good guys there. Mark Svetson from Germany, he won Challenge Rote. He was there in, in ninth place. Peter Vabrusik was there in 11th, so I doubt he'll get a payday for that. Yeah. Uh, and then we rolled out the females. And the big news is old Bella dominated the dojo, didn't she? She dominated, and I think I read somewhere there was a course record. I haven't got that sort of super clarified. But uh, 11.26, you know, you'd think, oh, that's crap. But yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a course record. Wow. And she was well in front of all the uh, the other females. And so we're not even going to say their names. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, Audrey Klo was second in 11.44, so that and was about 20 minutes back or so. There's, wow. And then Arlene Chortelier from Saint-Étienne was 12.35. So dominating performance by Bella, and just she's just 
winning and winning and winning like everything she bloody she's doing, does this she's year. Doing great, isn't she? So fantastic, uh, fantastic results from her. Okay, we had the Big Woody, and we don't seem to have any results. But it is going to be the last time the Big Woody is being held. Oh, I read that on there because why is that? Uh, they've had a, a lack of entries, lack of support, and it's been a race that's been on for a couple of years. They also run a smaller race, I think, called the Little Woody. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather do the Big Woody myself. <laughs> so uh, I did the Little Woody. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's a shame, and uh, you know, it just goes to show how strong the WTC brand is, and also I think for the Poms, how easy it is for them to head over to Europe and do some of the really big Ironman races yeah. uh, instead of sort of doing a, a hometown course. So Norseman, do we want to talk about that? We want to talk about Norseman um, yeah. because we had a Kiwi girl taking it out. Yeah, we did too. Uh, Jenny Gowans took the race out. She's a Kiwi. I think she must be based in the UK because she races in a Serpentine's Top, which is the biggest tri club in London, I think. Yep. Uh, so great to see a Kiwi female taking it out. Very difficult course. She finished 38th overall, 14 oh, Maybe, Maybe your one's right, John, because when you look at the top times of the men... They're a lot slower at your one than my one. Oh, they are. Sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Jenny, Jenny Gowans right. took out the women's race. Um, I don't know how the hell you pronounce this, the guy who won it. because Ovid. it's Yeah, but that's a funny sort of... Yeah, I know. I don't know, is it? It's Mr. Mr. Johansson. Johansson? Yep. From Oslo, Norway. Yeah. I'll get the first name, Tom. Top, he, he was second. Remen. Uh, so 11, 8, 11.08 was first place. 11.17 was second. And then Arad Christophsen. Christofferson was third in 11.24, so very yeah. slow course. We've talked about it before. Um, it just uh, we'll talk maybe talk a bit more about the website of the week. Yeah, good That's good. Got a lead up there, isn't it? Mm. Okay, do we have another races, John? God, we had too many races this weekend. We had, we had another one here in the Czechoslovakia uh-huh. uh, or Czech Republic, but we don't have the results from that. But good, hopefully, uh, you go to k226.com. <laughs> but it was uh, international Czech long distance champs. Um, Okay, 70.3. Potts and Wellington claimed Timberland 70.3 crown. And Christy Wellington got six overall. That's incredible. That's incredible. We haven't done that in a while, have we? Johnson and... And John Davis. And the guy we can even remember. Fran Fran Walsh. (laughs) Fran Walsh? No. Fran someone. Fran Wild, maybe? Yeah, Fran Wild. Anyway, we, get, we always get emails after we say that saying it was Fran and someone. So. <laughs> but Timberman, we talked about this I think last week in Houston, our we have a problem. pre-recorded oh, show, yep. and uh, it had a really good <sighs> men's field. But it seemed like some guys maybe didn't turn up. We've only got the top five results here, so they may have uh, blown out. But Andy Potts dominated the dojo. He did didn't he? Wow, he dominated by ten minutes. Three fifty-two. Fraser Cartmel, who we've had a few people emailing us saying they want us to interview him. Yeah, so yeah, we'll get, yeah we'll get on to that. Uh, he was second in 402, which is an impressive performance because he's, he beat, he's an up and comer. He's doing really well. Beat Lessing 403, yeah. uh, so that was a, that was a good race. What happened to um? Do you know what happened to our boy Terenzo? Yeah, I don't know if he raced or not. But he was he, there, was he? Yeah, we got an email last night. I can't remember who it from. We'll maybe talk about it. And they're talking about how they had quite a good pro meetup where the, the pros actually kind of gave a bit of a story about where they're from and stuff. Oh, okay. And Terenzo was terrible at it. Was he? <laughs> yeah, he's apparently Michael Lovato. Yeah. Was giving him shit afterwards in front yeah. of everyone. Yeah, he said Lessing was amazing and Potts was amazing, and then yeah. Trento was lacking, which is interesting because Trento seems quite good at PR. He, he seemed he's a confident young man, um, but he's done very very well from a from a young age. Whereas others may have moved through the ranks a little bit. Yeah. From, he won the world champs three times when he, from about the age of sixteen to twenty. So yeah. he's always been a dominating force. It's not like he's just moved slowly through the rankings. So. Yeah, yeah, interesting one, um, Chrissy Wellington. Took awesome, yeah. just just a mere nineteen minute victory over Amanda Stevens. 
Cynthia Wilson. 18 minutes back. So, again, I, I seem to recall from a couple of weeks ago that I thought the women's field was going to be really strong as well, but obviously not. Um, well, Chrissy Wogan wins by 19 minutes, so the, a lot of the big guns weren't there. But, yep, another 70.3 done and dusted, and uh, Germany 70.3 was also on. Yep. And Oh, now, look at this. We're going to put a link to this on our website. Good old, good old Ferris. He's bringing it back. He's, he's pointing straight at us, isn't he, John? <laughs> sweatshirt and speedo look. With the woolly hat on, so it's obviously not that warm, but he just goes with the speedos regardless. But that chick looks pretty happy to be next to him, let's be honest. I think it's Virginia Barista Uh She looks pretty pretty happy, yep. Yeah. Uh, he looks pretty happy too. So. <laughs> good to see. Good to see. Uh, I think a lot of people are good to see Ferris back. You know, he's had a pretty crappy, yeah, uh, pretty crappy last few years, really. Um, so good to see him back on uh, back on form. So he took the race out in four hours ten, a minute victory over Alessandro. Disappearie from Italy and Uwe Windman in third place. And on the chick side of things, Virginia Brissetegi yep. from Spain took it out. I think she won Lanza Grotti this year, 4.43. From Andrea Brady, who won Ironman Germany, I think, last year or was in that sprint finish. And Mika Krebs in third place. So all Germans through the girls' fields. The Germans dominated. Anything else? Man, okay. so, someone's having a bloody fry up in your house. Smells good, doesn't it? Oh, we should stop the show. <laughs> go, go and get some of the fry up. <laughs> smells real good. Okay, um, we've got Ironman Canada coming up, but we couldn't find any info on it, could we? No, it's a shame that Ironman Canada website is down, uh, and it has been for a couple of days. So Which is really bad, because, you know, you're going up to the race. People yeah. want to check out their website, aren't they? Exactly. And for a couple of days, so sure, maybe a day, you know, these things happen, but, yeah. man... Someone's getting. I bet someone's getting near for at the moment. Yeah, aren't they? I bet. <laughs> so that's not good enough. And then also, what's really not good enough. And, and what's we, not good enough, John? We, we go on on and on about oh, this. But we go on. I feel like an old lady. Iron Man site. There's nothing about it. You know, you, you expect there'd be a little press release saying yeah. who's racing. Yeah. The fact that it's even on this weekend. Yeah. So it's. Um, you know it's what that is, John? It's not good enough. It's not good enough. John, we we work hard to bring content. Yeah. We basically steal other people's content. And if people don't put it up, how can we put it up? So, Iron Man, do some good things. Okay, before we go on to that last discussion, the Olympics, what are you thinking? How's it going? Uh, From a New Zealand perspective? Let's let's just give a bit of an Iron Man talk wrap-up of the Olympics. (laughs) It's it's pad. It's pad. Uh, Are you loving it? It's bloody good. Have you been watching lots of it? I've been watching quite a bit. Uh, I'm a bit disappointed I haven't really got to see much of the athletics because that's the middle of the night for us, so that doesn't really fit. Do I get up and do have it in the morning? Uh, no, oh, they may do, but I don't haven't seen any. So I've seen. I've been a bit disappointed. I haven't seen much athletics. I've seen quite a bit of track cycling, which I've been loving. Yeah, that's great. Eh? I've seen those guys that won lepers. Oh yeah, get up to seventy something k's. Motoring seventy k's. Yeah, they are moving. It's only one lap of a lepers. Oh, oh man, that's that's that big units too, aren't they? Yeah. Their legs are like there's no tailwind in there. Yeah, no. So I think it's yeah, been, true. Yeah. It's been it's been bloody good. New Zealand's doing um pretty well. But what I, what I think is just the coolest about the Olympics is. You just end up watching sports you never yeah, ever watch. Yeah, the stupid sports, and but they're great. You enjoy them. I sit there watching table tennis thinking, this is wicked. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm loving the table you tennis. Were, you would have got a table yesterday, didn't you? Oh, I love it. So I love all those fringe sports and, and even things like... I, I, a lot of sports I don't think should be in there but some of them which I don't think should be in there I still think are good I watched a, just a little clip of archery, the final of yeah. the, the team's archery, and it was really yeah, exciting. Archery should be in there? No, but we can maybe have that debate another day. Why not? But, um, it's. I, I think you've got to break a sweat. It's got to be saying. Uh, what is sport? The old what is sport <laughs> what is discussion sport? is chess sport. There you go. Yeah. So um, it's been good. I think the Chinese. What do you think about Phelps? What are you thinking? 
this I'll be honest, I, I, incredible performance, but I was almost a little disappointed with swimming because there were so many records and it was clear that um, those suits were having such a big advantage. Oh, really? And the pool was having such a big advantage. And I kind the of pool. You think it's a fast pool? Is yeah, it? it was a very fast pool. I think it was three meters deep. And uh, does that make it faster? Does it? That, that helps. It, re- it means there's going to be less turbulence in the water, and also I think they've just got other technology in there in terms of the lane ropes. Um, all these things are going to reduce the amount of uh, turbulence through the water. So, oh. you know, something's fantastic, but I just think. But you're still going to get Phelps. Come on. Oh, no, Phelps, incredible. He, he would have won all those medals regardless of what the pool um, was doing. But I just kind of think that there's pretty much every event was a world record. Yeah. And I kind of think, well, it, it just didn't, didn't feel right for me. Okay. So, what do you think? Oh, I didn't actually know that. You know what? I've seen none of it. I was working. I was in Hong Kong and Taipei last week, and I worked. I think I saw one of Phelps races, mm. and I really didn't see any of the Olympics. And the problem was, you get home at night in a hotel, but it's all Chinese stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was all Chinese commentary, so I'm watching some Chinese. There was lots of good stuff because they dominated, but, you know, like for me, it wasn't really the kind of sport I wanted to watch. There's um, great coverage on the internet. TVNZ have got four streaming live channels on the internet. Oh, so it's they? been, uh, oh, it's been, it's been fantastic. So really I did watch, get to watch Super Sad Day. I I was Super watched the whole day. I was up to three in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Even watched the sprint final. That guy in the sprint was amazing, wasn't he? Yeah. Super Saturday in New Zealand. We we had zero medals before Saturday, and then we won five medals on which on for one us day, is a big which thing. For us is massive. We're probably yeah. only going to get seven or eight. Yeah. So that was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, friends of ours wanted us to go out to dinner with them, and I just said, no, "I'm not coming." <laughs> <laughs> we, we had it all booked, and then I realised on about Thursday, I said, it's "Super Saturday, I'm not going." <laughs> Uh, it, was, uh, it was good times. We don't like you that much. <laughs> you can come around and watch the Olympics if you want. I didn't make that offer. <laughs> didn't take it up. <laughs> Did, um, okay, so the triathlon yesterday. Triathlon yesterday. We had the girls. We, the, the boys and is later on today. I just want to clarify, I sent Bevan an email yesterday morning once I'd actually realised... No, you didn't. Oh, did you send it before the race, did you? before the oh, race. Oh, okay, I'll give that to you. In my picks last week, I said that Snowsill would win, I said Fernandez would be second, and I said Aaron Denshin would be third, and I made a mistake. I actually meant Emma Moffat, and I did email Bevan before the, sh- before the race and said I made and a Millie, mistake. I'd give that email to after the race, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to trust you on this. So I, so I was happy I picked the trifecta. It wasn't a particularly difficult trifecta to pick. Um, I was very you, So John Boe's John a bit of a gambling man. <laughs> put a bit of money on it, didn't you, mate? I put fifty bucks down on Snow. So I was I was walking to the TAB. I was going, I'm putting a hundred bucks on her, and then I chickened out and I put fifty on. So I was a bit annoyed about that, but I, I was very confident she was going to win if she wasn't injured and if she hadn't, uh, because in the past she's been beaten by Fernandez a couple of times, um, but she's always been injured or, or very she race fatigued. Dominated the dojo, didn't so she? It wasn't even close. I thought it would be closer. I thought. She'd win easily, but not by that much. So Fernandez clearly didn't race very well because she was nowhere near as far in front of the other girls as what she normally is. So yeah. that was uh, an interesting pointer for today because Gomez is both easily he should win. He's yeah. the best athlete there. He's the best runner, and he's going to be there after the swim because he's one of the best swimmers. But I just get this feeling he might crack uh, under the pressure. So he's not that much better than, than the, the girls are a lot better. She, than just, the rest. she just took off. Yeah, she was awesome. Because I was, cause I didn't, I don't know as much as what you do, and I kind of just heard Fernandez was like the one, so I was expecting to have a bit of a rundown. Mm. She just left them to mm. dust. She tried to stay off for a bit, and it kind of put her was up. great. So she she won by a minute, despite that last five hundred meters, just high fiving, yeah. grabbing flat um, flowers and, yeah, and flags and everything. So awesome performance by her. Well, okay. Um, so anyway. Um, oh, just for the record, I thought it was amazing. 
I yep. did see that 200. I saw the, the final with the American with that American guy, the relay, the first oh, relay. Yeah. That yeah. was an amazing race, wasn't yeah. it? He brought it home for Oh, him. that was amazing. We've got one other race coming up this weekend, the Extreme Man in Hungary, which is a race that's been on for quite a few years, so we'll hopefully have some results from that this uh, So we've got a new rule happening in Ironman. It's called the Age Up Rule. Now, obviously, some people, the age group kind of really helps for, if you're going to be in the next age group for qualifying, so people kind of maybe even wait a year for the next race. Mm. And they've kind of changed the way they're doing rules. So what's the story? So you, yeah, you need to pay attention to this because uh, in the past I think it's changed a bit from race to race. Uh, so what used to happen is most races, whatever age you were on the day, that would be the age that you would be for that race, which yep. kind of makes sense. Yep. But then what what would happen is if you went to Kona, you know you might be you might race Ironman New Zealand in the thirty five to thirty nine age next group. Thing you know you're in the forties. In your forties. So what you used to do, you just turn up in Kona and you'd age up in Kona. So that's a bit. A, a little bit unfair I guess for the guys you've raced earlier in the year there should have maybe been an extra slot in the 35 to 39 and one less in the 40 to 44 so I've changed the rule so I've changed the rule now so it's basically called the age up which is I think what ITU have always done so there's going to be a lot more uh, it's going to be a, a lot clearer across the board in terms of what happens at every race yep. so whatever age you are at the 31st of December that will be your age for that race so okay. Give you an example, if you're racing Ironman Australia, if you're 34 um, and you turn 35 in July, you would race in 35 to 39 because that's yeah. how, what age you'll be at the 31st of December. It's a good so thing, eh? I think it's a good thing. It's just clear. Consistency and clarity and yeah. uh, it means that the, the, the slot you qualify for, if you're going for Kona at the race you qualify for, um, yeah. then, then that's what you're racing. So. I think it is fair because it would suck if you're like in the 40 to 45 age group. And some guy who qualified in the 39, mm. although it's probably, oh, it's probably even to qualify in both of those, isn't mm. it? But then comes up an age group, wouldn't age group, and you'd be a bit gutted, wouldn't mm. you? So it's just going to be... You'd be a bit angry. You'd be, you'd be angry, man. Because life's not fair, John. It's not, life is not <laughs> fair. Nice, nice brought that in. You'd be saving that up all the time. I have, I know. Right, it's our huge, oh no, discussion of the week time. But we need to do a pause because we haven't done EPs. So we're back right now, going through the magic of podcasting. I'm straight back. So we're going to just pick out a few from the list. But obviously we're going to use a lot of these over the time. Here's the, actually, that's a really good one when you bring out that one. Um, we're going to, um, yeah, we'll be using these over the next, oh, we've got quite a few here, next two years. So <laughs> if, if we don't mention you, we do appreciate your contribution. And what we will do is when we actually use them, we'll make sure we use the person's name. Exactly. So we'll say, for example, Rachel Harris. She, she's from Christchurch. Is she? Yeah. I've got a Rach. Yeah. Uh, so the, the topic was... Topics of discussion. Yeah, so we were getting a bit thin on topics of discussion, so we thought we'd put it back to you guys, and you guys have delivered big time. We had lots of people discussing this, and uh, we're just going to choose kind of the shorter ones, (laughs) but the big people will get theirs eventually. So, Jombo, do you want to choose one? Yep, Paul says the most... Oh, why don't we can just choose one from each person if we kind of... Yep, the most effective cross-training activities. Oh, nice. Now, Rick, Nick, Rick, Nick Rose. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> He's got quite a few, but one that I think is a brilliant one, his fifth, is to, to tattoo or not, do you haul yourself to a corporation logo or do you keep your pride to yourself? Obviously, he's given his opinion there. <laughs> to, you're not meant to you give your opinion. So, the tattoo or not, it's a good one, isn't it? It is a good one. Yeah, maybe uh, we'll make that next week's one. Have we had a debate on that before or no, not? No, not on the show. We've no. talked about it, you and I. Yeah. But not on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. The tattoo or not. Uh, okay, next. Oh, so I'll go down the page. You can pull one of Rich Coleman's one. Rich Coleman, heart rate monitors, GPS, power meters. Just what do you really need in order to train? Okay, um, I've got Mel James. Uh, five things to add to the transition bag that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Ooh, five things. 
You're going to learn a little bit from me about the transition. Uh, Sean O'Porno, what yeah. is the best thing an organiser has done at a race? Oh, that's kind of cool. Gavin, oh, and will the boys go ever go head to head again? Maybe, probably. Maybe, yeah. maybe not in a triathlon. Uh, well, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, Gavin Davis, good recipes, recipes for perfect nutritional meals. Told you we uh, cookbook. <laughs> cookbook. <laughs> a long time ago, I wanted to do rec- recommendations on, it. on good athletics uh, cookbooks. Okay, we're kind of picking. Up, let's move on. There's no <laughs> people want it. See, they want it, <laughs> but demand. Uh, we must deliver what the people want. Okay, let's let's try to get one of everyone's. Here we go. Here's Stephen um, Mutasik. Yeah. Predictions of Kona, we'll do, we'll do that every year. Yeah, there's definitely. Um, Liam McLaughlin, uh, how I mean, talk has changed, shaped, or guided your training in triathlon life? Oh, I like that one. Here we go. Nikolai Matthews, uh, it's all about fashion. Oh, okay. And how it should be, um, bring back the fluoro. Okay, Will Newbury is saying, um, top best training aid pieces of equipment you could have. Have we done Robert Anderson? No. No. Uh, what do you do when you finally download it and listen to all 121 episodes? <laughs> start all over again. <laughs> yep, 24-7. Uh, Rachel House, we've done Rachel House, didn't we? Yep. JJ Nearly. Um, what's the stupidest thing you've ever done while training? Oh, the sentence would start like this. The stupidest thing I've ever done at training is, and then you have to explain, that's good. We've done Mel James with Rich Coleman. We did him. Yep. Did we? Yep. Okay, did we? Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, Andrew Brian Search. Any magic pills or nutritional tricks that will give you that competitive edge? Richard Marlow, do we do any of his? No, I don't think so. Okay, what country should the host the WTC sanctioned Ironman race that don't currently hold one? Also new, okay, yep. Uh, Sean Barnes with Dan, Gavin Davis, Mark Hughes, do we do one of his? No. No? Uh, how do you balance out all the things we know we should do in addition to the core training, e.g. strength, oh, yoga, great. Pilates, yeah. physio, massage? That is a good question. Gary Fegan, here we go, let's have a look on... Um, oh, it's done 10 fantastic yeah we could always do a top 10 okay uh, is setting a goal just to finish just setting yourself up for a poor time mm. ooh very good and lastly finally Christopher Smith sounds like you're struggling with content <laughs> uh, it would be a great idea would be to package all your interviews up and load them up kind of best of episode yeah I think that's a great idea Bevan we should do that yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did it once, and it took me like seven hours <laughs> to do like half hours. Yeah, well, our first year I did the best one, and, and yeah, and it literally took me seven hours because I don't keep a record of when I did things. So yeah. ultimately, what I would do is I would, as I do a show, I'd write, okay, that was quite funny. I'd record that bit in yeah, time, yeah. and but no, man, it's no. way too much work. Yeah. If you guys want to listen to all our shows and cut it for us, because you can cut it yourself, feel free. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. Really, yeah, love your work. Okay, so this week's discussion. Well, I think it would be a really cool discussion. Is oh, so you're going to veto this week's one as well, are you? Do you want me to? No, Maybe I won't. no, well, no. Okay, I'll tell you the discussion if you think it's great. Does your result define you? Okay, let's not do that this week. That's a bit deep for this I week. I know, but that's a good one, isn't it? <laughs> Does your result define you? Okay, this week's discussion is one for the girls. We don't have many females on uh, Camp Kiakaha. Well, actually, we had none. Yeah. <laughs> so, we, we had Belinda and we had Julie who was helping. Yeah, okay, that's good. This is a quote for, common from camps. Um, what is it that stops you guys attending camps, e.g., you, you, girls? You, yeah, yeah, we probably should say girls because yeah. it sounds like you're bringing it. Yeah. So what? Yeah, basically, what we all know is why. And often in camps, it's the guy-dominated camps, or they're completely the opposite. And all females. You know what, John? The heat is just not working today. Is it? <laughs> my hands are underneath my ass trying to stay warm. So what we want to know is uh, from you females, what stops you from attending camps? Uh, yep. It may be that it's just a New Zealand thing. I don't know. But uh, we're in France. And well, you occasionally get someone on Epic Camp, don't you? Yeah, they're, they're very top pros. Epic Camp's probably a little bit different, but just your, your general camps, what stops you? 
Okay, I, I want to talk about it, but we'll leave that till next week. Yeah. So that's our discussion of the week this week. So, oh, the T-shirt. We were giving our, our try for the best one. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, we maybe have to announce that next week. But, uh, yeah, Hot Topic of the Week is brought to you by Art of no, Try. No, we need to announce it now. Look at the people put thought into this, John. We can't just shrug them off. Are we going to have to pause? Okay, let's have a pause because I think this deserves an announcement now. Okay. Here's a pause. Wait a second. I've pulled, I've pulled rank on this one, haven't I? <laughs> Bevan wants him, his suggestion to be the best one. Yeah, no, <laughs> I want the t-shirt. You want the t-shirt. I haven't got enough. No, no, no. I, I think the tattoo one is the best one. I think that's a, I think that's a really interesting discussion that will have a huge... Because obviously a lot of you guys have got the tattoo and a lot of you probably don't have the tattoo and obviously Nick Rose doesn't because he's keeping his pride to himself. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I think there'll be a really interesting discussion so I think Nick Rose gets it. Nick Rose getting an Art of Try t-shirt. Nick, email us and we'll get you in touch with Art of Try t-shirt. Now listen up guys. If you want to get a Art of Try t-shirt and we're doing this stuff, get on here because... Well, you, you do tend to get similar people doing a similar kind of discussion yeah. so eventually you've you got to get on a t-shirt aren't you law of averages <laughs> law of averages law of attraction as well so a secret go, you can go to artoftry.com cool thing about Art of Try we, we like their style in terms of all the gear it's really <laughs> cool but it's also a uh, environmentally friendly company and yeah. they put money back into oh. the environment and we like those sort of things they, so. they really are aren't they and, and the guy who runs it actually does really cool stuff like he's doing giving your equipment to athletes in Africa mm-hmm. yeah so so go to artoftry.com uh, this Toby, isn't it? Toby, yep. and the code is IMT78, and you get a discount on anything you buy in there. So if you're unsure of that code, just go to IMT Talk, and I've got the code at the bottom of our page. Nice. So that's all good. So that's our news and discussion of the week. Bevan's computer. Oh, hold on. What, oh, no. what are we doing? What are we doing? Um, age grouper of the week. week. Bevan com- computer blowing up, isn't it? It is getting old. I want to get a new one. So I opened my bank up the other day. I opened my bank account. And there's 5,000 bucks in there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, that, I, I, that, that doesn't happen in my world. <laughs> I wasn't expecting just to be five. And I was like, where's that from? So I ring the bank. And I'm like, oh, so, hey, mate, I've, I've just opened my bank account. And there's $5,000 there. And he, and he looked and he said, look, mate, there's not a stuff up on my upper half. Someone's put $5,000 in your bank account. <laughs> and, I, and, I'm, and I'm like, oh, who is it? Who is it? And he said, well, it's come from overseas, but we can't tell you at the moment because we don't know who it's from. So, you know, in my mind, I'm spending it. I need to get my roof done. I'm thinking, I'll get my roof done. And I'm kind of spending that money, but I'm thinking, don't get excited because there's bound to be a story behind it. Our next day, I go on the bank. My ex-girlfriend's parents must have been transferring money to her. Uh. <laughs> and they put it in my bank account. Oh. Broke my heart. So I had to ring her and I said, hey, how you going? I've got some money for you. Got- <laughs> they sent me through $2,000. I'll transfer it to you. <laughs> $3,000 commission. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, this week's age group of the week was sent through from Sean Burke. Burke. Um, and where is he from? Somewhere in America. Okay, here's a nomination for you. It's a 36-year-old triathlete runner from Jacksonville, Florida that I coach. She is only... Also, Sean's obviously a coach. Mm-hmm. That's good. Then we'll go to Sean for coach if you're in Jacksonville. She has only been doing tries for two years. This is her second year, and she did her first Ironman in Lake Placid and went 11 hours 56 with a run of 335 off the bike. Nice. That's an impressive run, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Her run split was the 68th fastest run on the day, male and female, and that includes all the pros. Wow. Her run was the 15th fastest female on the day and the 4th fastest age group female. She's on Athlink, so we like that. Oh, it's even better. She has been featured in a film being made over here. Check out IRAthleteMovie.com. We'll put a link to that on Ironman. Talk this shows her with her twin sister as they prepare for Ironman USA last year. She was doing Louisville. So I said that right? Louis, not Louisville. No, not Louisville. Uh, this year, as well as Florida, 70.3. Why age group of the week? 
Last week she did the 26.2 with Mar- Donna, Donna Marathon. Marathon. What's that? She, sure. Is she the one, uh, the the nun who does... Oh, okay, which is a national marathon to fight breast cancer here in Je- Jacksonville, Florida. She was 26th finisher overall, male and female, and was the 8th female overall, including pros, finishing in 312, which was a 13-minute PV. Wow, on a very hot and windy day. You can check out her story on our blog, which is his coaching website, which is www vmscoaching.blogspot.com So this is a little bit of an old age group of the week that I haven't used for a while, so it's back in sort of February time, so okay. I'm, I'm backing them up. But well, that is <clears> impressive, eh? To run at 3.35. After what is, you know, relatively a slower bike, yeah, a swim yeah. bike, to be able to come off and nail the run. That's what it's all about. You've got to be able to nail the run to do a, a bloody good Ironman, so... Yeah. Impressive results. We like it because she's on Athlinks. And, and, and if you do know Sean, if you want to coach and you're in the area, and uh, feel free to give Sean an email. I'm sure you'd mm-hmm. love the business. I mean, we love people contributing to the yeah, show. It's not, you don't actually need many clients, do you? You're a busy boy, aren't you? I'm fairly well booked up yep, with the waiting list. So, <laughs> so it's all good. Yep, so if you want to... Yeah, thank you for contributing. Thank you for contributing and to the show. And wait a second, we've got to finish it off properly. Who is it? Karen Smimoff. We wouldn't even say her name. No, maybe we should have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talked that whole thing, we didn't say her name. It's Karen Smith. Because he didn't actually say, he just said this 35, he didn't actually say her name. Yeah. yeah. So go to athlinks.com, you can check her out, do a search. No, it's not Karen, it's Kelly. It's Kelly. Maybe she, it's because you haven't made the font big enough, Bevan, that I can't read it. Well, John, it's a 12 font. So yeah, for those of you out there, it's a 12 font. No, but your screen, you've got it covering half the screen, so that minimises it down. No, it? look, look, watch this, watch this, John. Watch, I'm going to make it look bigger. Look, the font didn't get bigger. Oh, I can read that. Oh, it's <laughs> so much clearer. Maybe, so, it, maybe it's because you've got a Mac and I've got a PC. Uh, and maybe it's because you've got so the line. much clearer on a PC. <laughs> I so can see Kelly, clearly. Kelly what? Kelly Smimoff. You, you are, are our age group group of the week. week. We love your work, Kelly. One, two, three, four, high five. Now, this week is a classic high five. Jonathan Crick sent it through. Sent it through about two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and so much so that John had lost it, and uh, I had to email him back to get it back again. We got it, we got it. And uh, it's basically, if you want to get on Iron Man Talk, there's, there's a few strategies that John's figured out. And to be honest, when I read this, I think, and <laughs> when you look at number three... <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I nice. think you've got a good chance of getting on the show. So, you want to go one for one? You can start off, John. Okay. Always have a bit of a preamble about um, how you love the show, <laughs> how long you've been listening, where you're from, and what races you've been doing or you got planned. Tell you what, when you talk about loving the show, you definitely perk up my ears. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's a great one. Okay, number two question, uh, keep the questions in an informal style and nice and long so that John and Bevan can misread it, mumble through it, mispronounce. <laughs> Any names involved and generally miss the point. We never miss the point. <laughs> we never misread. <laughs> no, never mispronounce either. <laughs> oh, um, funny. Okay, number, number three. three. I can't quite read this one. <laughs> what does it say? Always use big type because their eyes aren't very good. Let's just back this one up a little bit. Uh, my eyes are fine. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I know I'm hitting 31 today, but my eyes are fine. <laughs> i got 20-20. Okay, number four. If possible, pay homage uh, to John's love of Olympic distance triathlon. Exactly. This guy's been doing that. Like, we've got some good websites of the week coming up, some good short distance stuff. Uh, what's with that about? Always include uh, as many of the show's catchphrases as possible. Dominate the dojo. I've used that today. Yeah. Back it up. Use that yeah. today. Haven't used Game On Tampon. Well, we yet. just did the right thing. Game On Tampon. Um, 
I was going to say wait till my daughter wait, when is it going to be one minute? Um, and they love getting content, so if you can actually provide the answers to the question, I'm sure John Bevan would appreciate it. That's right. <laughs> That's right, send in the question. And maybe a link to a really good website or something, <laughs> the answer on Just it. Just give us the answer. Yeah. <laughs> that way you can answer all your needs. So, uh, Jonathan Crit, you got anything to add to that, John? No, Jonathan's got it all summed up there. Yeah, yeah. definitely make sure you, you tell us how much you love us. We love exactly. that crap. So that's our high five for this week. If you want to send through any high fives with the answers, mm-hmm. feel free to do that. Okay, we've got, we're coming up really soon. Here's some music. Website of the week. Can good old Bainsy. From Camp Kierkaha. Yeah. He's a bit of a religion on the show, really, isn't he? He likes uh, tough, tough courses. He went down, he did uh, La Mamotte, which is... Bainsey's a cool guy, because what Bainsey does, he's a cool guy anyway, but he, he really basically chooses his experiences, doesn't he? Exactly. Yeah, he, does, he goes for the races that give him amazing experiences. He's telling me how he went and did this, um, kind of went away for a couple of months and did some great training and stuff, and I think, I can't remember where it was. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love your work, Bainsey. And he... What rest did he do? I don't know. Oh. But he went and did La Mamotte this year, which was stage, I think, 17 or 18 of this year's Tour de France. Very, very difficult stage. Went over several coals and then went up Alpe d'Huez. I think it was four coals on it in total. So it was a tough day. I think it was taking the tour riders, you know, a good six hours. And I think it was taking, like, Bainsey and people like that, you know, nine hours to do wow. that ride. So tough day at the office and it was good training for him though because he was doing Norseman which we talked about which is the hardest race out there it's probably the slowest race out there (laughs) slowest race out there and Bainsey proved that not that he is (laughs) though 16 hours he's not a 16 hour Ironman and he he took 16 hours he did what 132 for a swim and I'm just kind of 727 is it he sent me through race report but I haven't had a chance to read it yet 724 on the bike and ran 652 so and the, you, you you can understand why they run so slow. The run's the real killer, isn't it? And you basically go, you're basically hiking up a mountain. So I mean, you, you call it a run, but I think a lot of it would just be hiking. Yeah, yeah. And it, what, what's really cool is basically sent us through um, a YouTube link to now. Obviously, the coordinators of Newsman actually have, um, and the Newsman are actually quite good Norseman. at using Norseman. Or Norseman. I'm oh, sorry, uh, are quite good at seeing kind of new technology. They're there on Twitter, right? Which I'm on. Yeah. Okay, if you want to be my Twitter friend, following you around, aren't yeah, they? people are following me around. It's good. I'm seeing Andrew from Athlinks is on there. A few Ross Muir, a few of our friends are on there, John. And we see what they're up to all the time. Okay, you know, it's good, it's good to know what my mates are up to. Okay. But anyway, um, on YouTube they have a, like a seven minute or actually a six minute 13, 30 39. yeah second clip, and it's um kind of it's just kind of casually shows you what the race is like. But I watched it, and to be honest. Even making a comeback. Yeah, I'm coming back next year. I did, you know, like last week I talked about on the show that you know chasing the nine hours just wouldn't do it for me now. And that if I were to do another Ironman, I'd want to do a challenge race. I'd want to do a race where there's no way I get nine hours, and it'd just be about. And I have to admit, when I was watching this, you know, to get a few kind of fire in the belly. But is it also the power of the music, you know, because they use such cool yeah, music? Yeah, they do use good music. Yeah. So you have watched it, have you? I watched, uh, I didn't watch all of it, but I... The I music s- does change and the music gets a bit crappy in the second half. Oh, okay. They go a bit Irish. And, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but they use... But, you know, I listen, think... Listen, 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 I'll put the mic next to it. I think that's from, um, it's from a movie. Uh, it may be Born. Maybe The Rock. Maybe it is. Uh, we're with Sean Connery in there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. See, I do watch a few movies. Uh, um, so I don't know if this is this year's one, but it looks like a pretty miserable day. It's raining. No, this is this year's one because they show the woman coming in, oh, the Kiwi okay. girl coming in. 
So they jump off a boat. Yeah, I, I think if you put this music to a lot of races, you'd, you'd still get, you'd go, oh, wicked. Yeah. But, I, but I think this is a unique race. Well, I think. Oh, so. look at that! They even oh, got the. Oh. You go out in a boat and jump on the boat. Fjord, you just jump off into freezing cold water, apparently, and then you swim to the shore. Oh. The bike is over several passes, and then you've got the very difficult run at the end. So. Bjorn Anderson holds the current record. I'm dancing. I know, Just nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, music That's gone. a wicked place to be paused at there going over this tiny little bridge. Oh. That just looks awesome. It looks stunning. I'm just going to kind of pull through it. And look like, look at it. Look at where you finish. I don't think people can actually look. No, I'm talking to you. Yeah, I, 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 I'm looking. <laughs> looks like a cool day. Good race. Something Bevan and so I both like to do. Yeah, if day. you're actually doing a, like if you're looking for a race that's a real, real hard challenge, this is definitely the race to do. And um, Bainsy, I haven't had a chance to read his race report, but I'm going to read it today. And I'm sure he'll say, "Love the experience." His photos. I had a quick look at his photos, and he looks happy at the end. But um, check it out. You'll definitely be inspired. And uh, maybe it's a race you can look to do on next year's calendar. So it's up on YouTube. Bevan will put a link on our website. You can go through, <coughs> or you can just go in there and search for Norseman. You'll probably find it. Beautiful. I'm going to put some bike porn on. We haven't done that in a while. Nice. Here we go, bike porn. Coaches Corner. I feel very special, John. Because you're joining. The- <laughs> I got to do Coaches Corner. You're joining the corner. Oh, jo- joining the corner. I think what you guys also should be excited. I mean, Coaches Corner is going to be exciting. It's going to be riveting. Oh, it's riveting, John. But um, Bevan's going to give some sex tips later in the show. I am. <laughs> it's going to be. <laughs> We're going to have to put. You know, when you download podcasts and some of them have it. Explicit. explicit. We're going to have to be explicit because Bevan James Isles. <laughs> Oh, you wait, you wait. Doctor Isles, Doctor Dr. Love, Doctor Love. Here we go. <laughs> Stop the show! Stop the show! Coach just got it. Okay, here we oh, go. I I get a bit frustrated sometimes, Bevan. You know that. John, life's not fair. It's life's not fair. <laughs> and when I have athletes either come to me or and I, or I just see their transition performances, and I I cringe. You cringe. Okay, so if you're 70 now, guys, sure, take 10 minutes. Well, no, I think it's a waste of time. Okay, know? don't take 10 minutes. I think at the end of the day, anybody, wasting, yeah. anybody who's doing an Ironman wants to get to the finish line as quick as they can, and you don't yeah. want to waste time. And transition, sitting in transition for minutes on end is just wasting time, not helping you get to the finish line any quicker. So, Is there any benefit to doing that? Personally, I don't really. Let's think say you so. got off the bike and you're cramping like a mofo. Well, yeah, that's different. But I think you're probably going to be better off trying to, to move. Walk, walk it off and start yeah. moving than just sit there and having a cup of coffee. Okay, so Iron Man talkers, from now onwards, we don't muck around in transition. No, we don't. And we've, we've I've set the standard, haven't I, John? I've set the standard to pretty high. Yeah, because you've, you've won New Zealand, haven't you? I think I was second in New Zealand once, yep. um, but my rote ones were, were, were right up there too. I think I was. So what we want to see from here on in the future is every race that an Ironman Talk listener is in is they win a transition. Well, they do. They and do if you do, soon. you email us. Yes, and we'll, 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 hook we'll you have up. some sort of prize for yep. if you. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we will. We'll get out a trial. We'll get someone to hook you up. Mm, yep. Nice. So we're Maybe just gonna if, if everyone wins every time we wait. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. We're uh, just going to talk through what we do for our transitions. John's written it down, so I'm getting the pen and going to pretend like I'm writing something down. Um, so we're going to tell you sort of what we did and wrote for our transitions because we both had uh, had quick... quick well, admittedly, my first one was a bit stuffed up because I kind of dropped my... T- oh, I mean, you, can, you can have that little corner of that okay, piece of paper there. Paper here. Okay, okay. So, so on, you go through for transition one. Although normally I am pretty good at transition one. First, um, well, the first thing you've got to do before you're actually going through the race is uh, pre-race walk through... 
one transition providing obviously you can if it's that sort of race where it's not point to point but you need to know when you're coming out of the swim and when you're coming out of the exactly the, the where tent, your bag is exactly where your bike is exactly where the bags are so normally on you can't do this prior to race day but on race morning you should be able to walk through and and know where your bike is so you're not bloody running around transition like a mad hatter and uh, yeah, that, that's tip number one. So that's actually before the race. And, and maybe even do a bit of mental prep there. Know mm-hmm. what you're going to do. Know, know mentally what's going to happen and stuff like that as well. For, for, especially for, for Roach, you know, you had to give that quite a bit of thought for that first yeah. transition because you're coming out of the water and you're straight into your bag. So yeah. you don't know exactly where you're it was. You're not running for 200 metres, eh? It's no. like there. Just little things like for, for Roach, because I, I knew the, uh, the you picked up your bag and you were straight into the tent. You weren't running um, anywhere. It's basically... Yeah two metres for us, for our numbers, we yeah. were two metres away from the tent, so I had my bag um, pre-opened and was sort of sitting there, because in Rote you have to grab your own bag, so I was able to pour things out, and that's the other thing they did in Rote, which they had material bags, yep. and it pissed down with rain, and, and I have a feeling that uh, if I hadn't had that pre-opened, it would have been reasonably difficult to get it open, because it yep. would have got sort of stuck. So. so you were thinking, weren't you John, you know what, I stole that idea from you, because I saw you do that, and I thought, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. So, uh, Give some thoughts to bit, to areas which can save you time prior to the race. Um, let's have oh, a pause. What's wrong? I need to go to the toilet. <laughs> okay. I should have done this before starting. Okay. Pooing on the show. It's just cold, cold weather. <laughs> Here we go. Do you realise it's the first ever on Ironman talk? <laughs> For both of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily I've got two toilets in my house. because <laughs> we're get, getting old, you know. <laughs> That's right. Mate, when you turn over there that, that, that next year, the 32, I tell you. <laughs> really? It's like in some nappies, you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, right, we're, in, we're into the race now. Um, yep, transition one. T1. T1. Uh, right. <laughs> where were you? We're, we're as much as you can under your wetsuit, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know what, to be honest, I wrote there was a mistake. Because I, 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 I listened to you, actually. <laughs> I should have stuck with my plan. Because I uh, I decided to not wear my jersey underneath. I thought maybe it I will be cold. That. No, no I, don't, I, I wouldn't wear the bike jersey underneath. I normally do. I oh, do? Yeah. yeah. I normally yeah. have everything underneath. Yeah. I normally have everything underneath. And then, but because it was cold and wrote, and it was wet, I thought, because you said you weren't going to because it was cold, mm. and I thought, yeah, well, maybe it's a good point. And so I took it off, and I wasn't cold. I wasn't cold mm. on the bike at all, and I no. think that wouldn't have made a difference. And I did have a zip issue, so that kind of cost me a minute of my time. Mm. But So it, wear as much as you can underneath. So you normally don't. You, don't, you, don't, you no, normally no, put your jersey put on. on. It's full zip. I'll oh. come to that. Okay. Uh, so wear as much as you can underneath your wetsuit. So full zip, you love the full zip. Love the full zip. Obviously, because you're coming out of the water, you want to get the wetsuit down as far as you can to your hips when you're, you're, you're approaching sort of the, the bag grab area. Uh, and then obviously grab your bag and into transition area. I always take my wetsuit off before I start fumbling with anything in my bag. Um, if you're trying to do two, for males especially, trying to do two jobs at once, it just doesn't work. No. So get your wetsuit off first and worry about everything else. And, and if you're early on the race, I know it's harder in the race, but if you're early on the race, get a helper. Mm. You know, go up to them. I'm always getting helpers, obviously, because we get a little bit earlier, but yep. it's like I'm always getting helper. Go my feet, go my feet. Yeah. Uh, I pour the entire bag out. I don't start sort of grabbing things or anything like that out of the bag. And I actually load the bag in a way that when I do tip it completely upside down, it's going to come out sort of the right way. So my, my jersey's sort of upside down. So when I tip the bag out, things aren't going to fall out no, of my so this is where I'm slightly different. My strategy is different to yours. So yeah. I wear the jersey underneath, and that way I have to put no clothes on. Mm. And then I tape everything together. So it's just one thing. So I have my tubes, mm. my spare pump, mm. and, and that's pretty much all I have in my bag. And mm. it's just taped together. So I just grab that out of my bag and run off. Mm. Mm. See, I have quite a bit of food in my pocket. So that's sort of my Oh, see, reasons. that's the... Uh, yeah, so it's like I have my food... In my bento box. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, um, 
and, and that's pretty much it's bloody straightforward you, you shouldn't be in there very much time at all the only re- thing you really need to be doing in transition is, is putting on a bike jersey if you're going to put anything on at all see when the, the problem with the jersey for me was I, my first couple of times when I did the jersey when I tipped it out all my food fell out of my pocket uh, this is a tip I've got here okay a- good attention you need a full zip jersey but, but if it goes over your head, it's highly likely yeah, you lose that your it food is going to go everywhere. Yeah. So only, uh, my suggestion would only be wear a full uh, full zip jersey. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't have your food on your bike, exactly. You know, I actually prefer food on my bike. But and if you have your food on your bike and you do it like I do it, um, that way, yeah, you do just basically because you don't really need anything in your transition bag. All mm. you need is or, unless you go and have your jersey out. Um, you know, have everything taped together so you don't have to go three things and put them in your pocket. You just have mm. one thing because you know if you get a flat tire, it may take you an extra four or five seconds to rip the tape off. But yep. you know, uh, so be careful of stuff tipping out of your pockets if you are going to wear a bike jersey. You're going to have arm warmers. I had arm warmers in road. I just had them in my jersey pockets and I put things, put them on once I actually got onto the bike and I was rolling. So the whole sort of theme all the way through here is you want to be doing as much as you possibly can once you're moving. Once you're moving on the bike, the more sitting down, you're not going to the and finish line any quicker so do as much as you can on the bike one, one thing I do that's completely different oh just a couple of tips but especially age groupers who are a little bit further back in the field be aware of other people being around you know you're in such a rush you can often just run up and run into somebody so mm. just be aware of that because you don't want to KO yourself I did that in Taupo oh did you? ran straight into Duncan Milne and just slowly slammed oh, each really? other really? full on dropped the shoulder it was great oh, really? uh, but that is a good point there also when you're running uh, if you have got a bike jersey on and you've got quite a bit of things in there run with yeah. your hands on your yep, back holding pockets yep. holding so things aren't going to start bouncing and falling out yeah um one thing i do that's slightly different and it's not very triathlete like is i actually put my shoes on before i get on the bike yeah that's not that's for iron man i think that's that's because i find i'm fine i'm slow at putting them on on the bike i think mm. i can get my shoes on in two seconds off the bike mm. and then i'm on the bike and you tend, i tend to find that if i go into a transition with guys 70 to 80% of the guys I'm faster with because I overtake them on the bike because I'm pissing off their shoes on the bike yeah. so you know you want to have your shoes so that you know I've got some really good shoes where you can pretty much put them and zip them on straight away mm. and most shoes are like that and mm. uh, have them next to your bike really so you can just put, put your shoe in whip them in and you'll be on your bike straight away so I agree especially if you've got um, more sort of cycling type shoes which have multiple straps yep. if you've got a one strapper it's much easier to do it on the well it's it's easier to do it on the bike if you've got ratchets and things like that. It's uh, it's a lot more difficult. When and you're actually and rolling. I may have put my socks on then. Right. Yeah. I may have. I'm not sure. Things you've got to be uh, thinking about also there is uh, if what sort of transition surface it is. If it's concrete or grass. If it's concrete and you're running around in shoes, you're going to um, lose a bit of time there, and you need to be careful not to fall over. Yeah. Also, if you are going to wear socks and you're going to put your shoes on when you're actually rolling on the bike. If it's on a on a field or a muddy field, you, your feet can get pretty wet already, so that kind of defeats the purpose of wearing yeah. socks. So, a few considerations there, but I agree. But with you wear you. socks in the run, don't you? Yeah, but not yeah. on the bike. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I think I did because it's probably why I had a good run transition. Mm. Yeah. Um, one thing I'd really stress, and we saw this in wrote, um, if the weather's crap, do spend a little bit of extra time. I mean, the theme here is to get to as Speed. fast as possible the transition, mm. but you got to think if you're going to be out there and get you're and a, a cold, person wet day. that yeah. gets cold. I saw so many people in rope that were freezing yeah. and they just didn't have any clothes on. It's like, yeah. it's, it's really not that. It's a no-brainer, Bevan. John, that, can I say it too? Yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a no-brainer, John. It is. I feel special now. So uh, we weren't cold in rope. But no, maybe, I wasn't at all. Maybe no. we're just too fat. <laughs>
but uh, <laughs> there's that five minutes. So that, but I lost a couple of kg. So let's let's transition um, one. Anything else? Just quickly. Anything else? No, I think it's just. just oh, uh, just, okay. Yeah. Okay. If you're in a race where they have helpers giving you your bags, when as soon as you see helpers, just scream your number. Mm. You know, you as soon as you get around that corner and you see helpers, you you know one three two one three two one three two, and you know, and you'll see the person. They'll put their name up and they'll have their bag ready for you. Mm. You know, it's your job to be as clear as possible because they don't know you're one three two, and they yeah, if you got yeah. it on your pouch, sure maybe, but yeah. if not, you know. Yeah. So help the helpers to help you. Yeah, that's right. Oh, like that. Good. Yep. Yeah. Just came up with that then. Oh, legend. <laughs> so yeah, you want to be moving through that transition pretty swiftly. There's no need to ever sprint. I don't think Bevan or I would have no. been sprinting through no. either of those transitions. No. Just moving. No, they don't want to build up speed. like the no. So there we go. Uh, that's transition. Transition two. As I said earlier on, you want to be doing as much as you possibly can when you're on the bike. Yep. So what I did and wrote, uh, getting out of my shoes in the final, um, you know, 500 meters of the ride. I've taken my arm warmers off probably in the final three or four k's of the ride. I was starting taking them off. Uh, have your final sort of drinks so you're not even to have drinks as soon as you run out of transition area. Um, and usually, you know, start visualizing what you're going to do. You should sort of know what's going to come up for you in that second transition. It's a quite a bit more straightforward because you've got people grabbing your bike. Yep. Um, but just have a bit of visualization on what you've got to do, you know, socks, shoes, hat glasses and it's a really important thing is that don't panic mm. you know it, it just be calm go in there's a process you know you've got to get something out of the bag and if you stay calm while you're in that process you're going to make a, you know better quicker decisions mm. whereas you oh rush 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 you're going to drop something things are going to fall and suddenly it all goes wayward yeah key thing when you're coming off the bike again as Bevan just said before is yelling out your race number because you're often coming in really quick yep. you often might be coming in in a bit of a bunch yep. if you've got a race belt spin your number around the front so you're going to be running towards the the, the, the bag area and they're going to be able to see your number but also yell it out and yep. uh, hopefully you'll get that nice and quick but yeah try to do it as much as you possibly can on the bike again if you've got a full zip jersey here um, easy to take it off zip, zip it down as you're coming off the bike it'll just be flapping there and then you just need to whip it off when you're in uh, in the transition area so yep. pretty straightforward really um, but simple things you know you can easily save yourself a couple of minutes the big consideration when you're going into the run is do you really need to change um, uh, yes yeah, I'm not uh, you, one piece of day yeah, uh, it's just a waste of time. Uh, yeah, if you've got chafing issues, that would be the only reason I think you need to change. Um, yeah, you okay, can... so one thing I do that, so I don't use, I use tri shorts. Do mm-hmm. you use bike shorts? I use tri shorts. Yeah, I use tri shorts, but some of you guys may not be up to tri shorts. Mm. And one thing that I do that's, well, one thing I've got that's great is I've got a seat cover basically, mm. and it's a chamois, it's about the size of a chamois. It's not stupidly big, but it's, you know, you've seen it, it's mm-hmm. a little bit bigger. and but you know what? For me, it works a treat. So you know you don't have to change your shorts. Mm. Um, if you are going to wear cycle shorts, have tri shorts on underneath, exactly. so you can just quickly whip them off. Yeah. Um, so the only reason, as I said, to, to change would be if you think you're going to chafe. Once you're a couple of k's into the run, you're going to get um, be sweaty. You're going to pour accidentally pour a bloody thing of uh, Gatorade over yeah. your head, and yeah. you're going to be sweaty and feeling rubbishy. So yeah, yeah. really, I think um, consider whether you need to change or not. Yeah. If you don't. Uh, you're going to save yourself a lot of time. Yeah. Again, what I do when I come into that second transition is tip the whole bag out, uh, and then you probably have helpers there helping you organise things. But it's pretty straightforward what you do. You know, socks and shoes, and then and then you're out of there. And, so uh, if you are going to do it on a colder day, so uh, I did have I took my Ironman talk jersey off and ran mm, my singlet. Yeah. <clears throat> Obviously, in transition, you're right towards transition, you're unzipping your jersey, preparing yep. for that there too. Yep. Um, tip your bag out. Um, you want to get like the, I got these shoelaces. And these are, oh, I've got them here. I got some really good shoelaces and rope, which are like elasticy ones, mm-hmm. and so you can pull your shoe off and quickly on like literally one second. Yep. And uh, so get some really good shoelaces so that your transition of your shoes is fast. 
Elastic laces have a, a twin effect as well. If it's going to be a really hot race, your feet can expand a little bit. And if yep. you've got standard laces, they can sometimes you need to loosen them off a little bit. So elastic laces are good. Get yep. your foot in there, you don't have to lace up. Really convenient. If you are, you know, if, if you're one of those people that really just needs a bit of chill out time at the end of the bike, <clears throat> and you sometimes do like to have a bit of a sit down, maybe try chilling out right at the end of the bike and so just maybe freewheeling a bit for the last few k's and just sort of really just chilling out Spinning getting your heart rate yeah. right down and just and just freewheeling a bit because um you, again you, you're moving towards the finish line you might slow down people might pass you but you're going to be losing a lot less time than if you're just going to sit down and transition so maybe try that yeah and uh and that's pretty much it as we said i, I got a couple more things yeah. We're, so one thing I do, so in my bag, transition bag, I pretty much all I have is my pills, you know, like all my electrolytes, pills, pills, yeah. you know, my drugs, <laughs> you know, like <clears throat> basically all the things that I'm going to get me home, my salt tabs and um, electrolyte tablets and stuff like that. And I do have Vaseline in there, mm-hmm. so I do revase. So I basically have a bag that's just a bag that I can put in. Obviously, just get that in your hand, put your shoes on, get that in your hand. And that's all you really need to do, isn't I it? I should have done that this year. Did you not vest? <laughs> I don't usually vest, and I've never really had a problem, but because it was wet all day, uh, I had some serious issues. Oh, did you? Not, not during the race, yeah, but afterwards. afterwards. Oh, really? It was a short shower. Oh, really? After uh, the race. And did you have the cowboy walk, did you? <laughs> a little bit of that going uh, on. Oh, really? So vest is, 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 is not a bad idea. Yeah, you know what? It doesn't cost you any more time, because if you've got like a pill bag and you just have it with your pill bag, then when you start running, just chuck it on. It sure it looks funny, but who cares? Um... Did Julie from Pyrenees Multisport tell you her story about Vaseline versus uh, something else? No. Oh, okay. Tell me about that. You, you ask her about okay. that sometime. <laughs> I'm sure it's yours again. Make sure, just, just, just make sure it's Vaseline you're putting on oh, there. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, you want to do that. Okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, so, and especially people who are looking to win their age group or, you know, oh, trying yeah. to qualify, you know, this is easy time. You know, this is given time, and you can you can save yourself three or four minutes. Easy. Easy. And, you know, that's the difference between a sub 10 or a sub 11 for a lot of people. It's the difference between qualifying, it's the difference between, you know, doing a PB, and it's like. It takes yeah. a lot to run two minutes quicker yeah. than it does to save two minutes. Yeah, so. and it's like, you know, it's it's easy. And you know, if you never practice it, practice it. You know, go in knowing what you're going to do. And, you know, like I know between my first time and my second, I just learned so much about transitions. And that cost me, it gave me so much time. And it's, mm. it, you know, it is a no-brainer, isn't it? It is a no-brainer. So Ironman Talk listeners, from now onwards, we are mean at transition. Mean racing fighting machines. Nice. So yeah, if you do win your transition at any Ironman race, do yep. email us, we'll give you some love on the show, and we'll come up with some sort of prize. Yeah, nice. Okay, any everything else? No, that's it. Always say thanks to the helpers. Thanks to the helpers, yeah. yes. Yeah. You yeah. don't smile, you don't yeah. have to be angry. Yeah. You know, when, life, life isn't fair, but you can still be happy. Especially on the bike, I often thank people who at the turning oh, points. It's, yeah. it's, it's quite difficult on the run, because you, when you're at aid stations, you know, you're filling your gob with all the yeah, and you're fluids, so. so it is a bit more difficult there, but um, yeah, where you can thank people. Yeah, definitely do. Um, questions and answers. Got a couple here. I've got I've added a new one. Oh, I didn't have any in there. I don't think. Someone sent something about saying steroids. And oh, made. that's right. Yes. Yeah. Somebody sent something, and I mentioned a couple of weeks ago Steroid about steroids and meat, mm-hmm. and uh, you know you, whether it can be contaminated. So somebody apparently thinks that uh, when you cook, that all that sort of stuff is is cooked off. But I was actually talking about raw meat. So I was right. <laughs> but you, how often so, did you eat raw meat, John? Very regularly. <laughs> so I was right. So uh, <laughs> whoever emailed in, you, you missed my point. <laughs> how was that raw steak last night? <laughs> Beautiful. You like it? You like it? Was it rare? Was yeah, it rare? rare. You like yeah, it really rare? Rare blood. <laughs> you just blood sucked that blood good. out. 
Okay, well, the question, the, the, John said I'm going to give sex tips. I got a question through. I listen to a lot of audio books, and there's a place called audible.com, which they sponsor a lot of podcasts, actually. We should actually. get them on. Yeah, we should. It's a nice place, though, because... They pay most of the podcasts I listen to they seem to be big in. Yeah, we might see if we can get a we might see if we can get a hookup. But anywho, um, audible.com and I buy I tend to listen to a book at least once every two weeks, if not once every week, and uh, I, I talk on the show a little bit about it and he's kind of said have I got any books that I think I could recommend and I have actually there's there's some really great books I've bought and um, just for you guys, you know, obviously I think our listeners are kind of intelligent people and we tend to be people who are trying to learn and grow and audiobooks are a great way to kind of learn when you're out training um, obviously we still want to listen to Iron Man talk but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking because of the fact you listen to the show it definitely makes you think about you know that you listen to this kind of content and so I've got a few books that I will highly recommend um, I'm into kind of marketing it's kind of one thing I'm really interested in there's a book called Made to Stick by Chip, Chip Heath and Dan I can't actually get his name there Dan someone else it's yeah, a really great brothers. book Chip and Dan. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's a book about how to make make ideas stick, and it's really good for people who are basically want to do like speaking and stuff like that. Um, an amazing book is called Predictably Irrational. It's um, by Dan. What's that one? Ardley. Ardley. Uh, Ardley. Dan Ardley, and that's basically saying economic theory is based on the fact that we make the best decision in every moment and this book's all about how we don't make the best decision in every moment mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a brilliant book I highly recommend it um, Dave Ramsey I love him for anyone who's hopeless with money total money makeover get on that one um, these ones are pretty crap I believe that one's last The Relationship Cure now this, this is by a guy called John Gottman and it's about oh, John your phone I'm supposed to be long riding today. Oh, yeah. It's not going to happen. You're though. late. John Gottman, he's, he's, he's the world's best renowned relationship advice person. And I'm talking, John. I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm multitasking. John Gottman, he, he was on This American Life, which is another podcast I love. And, and, he, <laughs> and he talked about his chicken his teeth. John Gottman, he can watch a relationship. This is fascinating. He can watch a relationship for two minutes. You've talked about this on yeah. before. Oh, I? Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think I talked to you about it. Yeah. And within two minutes, he's had like a 78% chance of predicting for the last four ages. If you watch this for a minute, it goes up to like five minutes, it goes up to like 90%. And it's, if you're having problems with your relationship, I, I highly recommend this book. And it's a couple of others tipping point, go put your strengths to work, the now habit, they're pretty great. But there's one that changed my life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it's called She Comes First. And it's by a guy called Ian, how to say that one, Kerner. Kerner. Yeah, Kerner. And it's 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 basically how to for for the male listeners and new female listeners, you want to get your boy this book. It's it's a book about how to make your partner, your female partner, get more from the experience. How, how can I say this without getting the explicit tab? It's it's a it's a brilliant book actually. It really did change my life. It it spends the first third of talking about how how the woman's body works mm-hmm. and a bit of a history on the female's body and it gives you detail on what you need to know the second third talking about he has, he has a certain theory that, that definitely helps you to get her to that point where she comes first right. <laughs> and the second third's all about what you need to do before that and then the third third's all about how to achieve that and it's technique <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and he has like level one level two level three admittedly right now I'm probably level one and a half <laughs> I've been working should, on it should we get a partner in to confirm that 
it or not. Yeah, there's often a lot of times between thought and reality. Yeah, and, uh, yeah there is that whole perception reality thing. <laughs> perception that reality. I think I'm not. You know, obviously, I don't want to go too far into this, but you know, the thing is, you take away. You, it's just technique, John. It's just it's a skill. And I'm learning my skill, I'm learning my art form. My goal is to get to level three, you know, and and um, I'm practicing. I've listened, admittedly, I've listened to this book a few times and I keep going back to that last bit. So she comes first, that's all I'm going to say. But if you want to improve a bit of your love life, if you get a little bit boring in that department, if you get a bit tired with training, I've found, definitely help my motivation. Right. And, uh, just so leave it at that. Just, just leave it at that. She comes first. I'll put a link to it on ironmantalk.com this week. Yeah. So... I'll give it to you after the show, John. You can, Belinda will be a changed woman. <laughs> okay, sponsors time. Athlinks.com. Athlinks.com. You keep talking, I'll pull them up. Athlinks, go there, you post all your results. Yep. Actually, we got, a, we got an email from someone the other day saying how they're loving how they've kind of got onto Athlinks finally, and they're loving how they've got all the results and stuff, and they've really enjoying that aspect of it. Keep it all in one place. Yeah. I think it's great. Um, you know, often, as we say, you go actually, they were saying the thing that really got them there. They've listened to the show for a while, and it's been a while. You know, they've kind of thought to do it and haven't done it. The thing that they got them there was the, the what you have done today thing. Okay. Yeah, because um, it's kind of a good way of keeping your training diary. Keep your training diary, but yeah, the thing that does it for me is the results. Keeping all your results in one place for your so your triathlons, your running races, your bike races. Keep it all in one place. All your splits. You can go and compare yourself against other people, but I just find it a really useful tool to go and. Yeah, when you race the next year, you go, well, that, that was my times last year. I want to go out and beat that. And well, I remember hearing an interview of Cameron Brown. He was saying, you know, that, um, what the heck am I saying? I'm being distracted by the thing. Um, he was saying he basically, when he, when he's looked, he always looks back at his training diary and thinks when was his good times and tries to learn from those. And, you know, athletes are doing that for you now. And, exactly. Yeah, and we're on the internet, so it's kind of easy. Just as you're on the internet at work, just to quickly pop on, write on yep. what you've done. Exactly. Takes and away all the work. Keep, keep in touch with your friends, so, you know. Um, Plus, if you want to add anything on the blog, go to athletes.com to do that. And if you want to put race photos and things like that up there for other people to have a look at, and uh, rather than emailing them, you know, ten megabyte files yeah, of, true. Uh, yeah. of photos, you just put, pop them all up there, oh. send them a link, and then they, they pay can come for the storage, and, yeah, and, great. Uh, and check it all out. Trybuys.com. Oh, trybuys.com. Here we go, John Boy. We're going to pull out some more gear. So you keep talking, I'm going to find something. Do you want to do run gear? Uh, no, this is just a little tip. Oh, here we insider's go. Insider's tip. Tipster. If you're going to get something and you want international free shipping, yep. get onto it now. Oh, really? Yeah, get onto it now. So at the moment, it's still $200 US. Uh, if you spend over that, shipped internationally for free. If you're sort of sitting on the fence going, mm, not quite sure if I'm going to get something. Get yeah. on it now. So if you need um, if some new shoes or anything like that, bike shoes, running shoes, anything like that, get onto it now. Um, as in like right now? As in I'm getting onto it right now. This month, you need to get onto it. Okay. There's going to be changes uh, in the There's going to be future. changes. So if you spend over $200 at the moment... I feel I'm out of the loop. You <clears> you're not in the loop. You just don't check your emails. Oh, uh, okay. yeah. So get on to trybuyers.com, order anything over $200, ship anywhere free. It's a great deal because shipping is huge, isn't it? <clears> yeah. It is. Yep. So all good. Got all the good gear you need. They've got swimming gear, biking gear, running gear, off-road gear, tri gear. Sales always on. Yep. Get onto it. Get onto it. Don't be don't be silly about it. Lastly, we've got Coffees of Hawaii. You keep talking because I'm going to... Coffeesofhawaii.com. Hawaii. Hawaii. That's how he says it, isn't it? Should we just put the ad in? Put the ad in. Okay, put here's the ad. the ad. Coffees of Hawaii. Here we go, right now. Coffees of Hawaii proudly announces its new toasted coconut flavored coffee from Coffees of Hawaii. It's a new taste from those folks on Molokai. Delicious coffee beans infused with natural island flavors of toasted coconut.
Look for the bright yellow Hawaiian Island style bags with the sticker that says Toasted Coconut. Find it online at coffeesahawaii.com. Going online is the easy way to get any flavor in the Coffees of Hawaii line, including the 100% Molokai-grown beans and the shiny red bags. Also, the many Hawaiian Island-style blends in the bright yellow bags. And the new Kona Nightingale in the Moonlight Blue bag. When you reach the checkout, be sure to enter the promo code KMKK for incredible discounts. Essentials Hawaii. Coffees of Hawaii. Our sponsors are coffeesofhawaii.com. Hawaii. 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 Ethlinks.com. And trybuys.com. That's beautiful. John, what are you going on for the rest of the week? Well, I'm going. Oh, actually, other things. Um, one thing that's really <laughs> cool is um, recommending the show to your friends. Now, I've noticed recently that iTunes have a really great way of doing that because I've often tried to talk about how you could email your mates with the link mm. and it's, you know, it's kind of tough. If you go to iTunes and you go to our page, it says um, send to a friend mm. and within iTunes, they basically... What? Both of us are sitting here shaking. Yeah, you know, they just come and it's freezing. Um, and you can go onto um, iTunes and it says send to a friend. You put in their email address and it sends the link straight to the show to them and it, and it makes it quite beautiful nice. and it makes it really easy to click on one link and you know this week if you could do that for us you know as a way to repay the show that'd be really great because our numbers are great and we're really happy with the size of the Iron Man Talk community it's massive and great but we want to make it bigger and bigger and so um, if you could do that for us just get one friend that you know would be into the show go to iTunes just go onto our page while you're there if you want to check on some feedback that'd be great as well uh, any email questions ironmantalk at gmail.com and if you want to send them through any content we love that uh, John's coaching website coachjohnnewsome.com needs an update uh, needs an update hurry up and update yeah. um, if you want to listen to my other podcasts uh, or tell other friends about who are kind of lagging with fitness and you know we're getting great feedback on this podcast and it's going really well it's called Forever Fitness and that's ishandbevan.com um, anything else I normally talk about um, Amazon if you want to yeah email questions yeah or topics of the week or John are you very excited I'm excited. Triathlon time this afternoon. Yeah. What time is it on? You should have seen his face in. He was like a kid at Christmas. Two o'clock New Zealand time. Two o'clock. Till four o'clock. Yeah. I think we're going to get a medal. You do? I'm pretty confident you feeling, New Zealand's going to get a medal. I don't really know what colour it's going to be. Gomez is, is, uh, should take it out unless he really crumbles, which I think is a... Is there a dark horse? Sorry? Is there a dark horse? I tell you what, this is why I said to Belinda yesterday when the women's race started, uh, or they started the run as a bunch, I said, whoever gets third in this race, you're not going to see them right at the start of the run. They're going to build their way into the run because yep. all the girls are going to try to smoke it. They're going to try to stay with Snow, so they're going to try yep. to stay with Fernandez, and then they're going to explode. Yep. And it happened. Yeah. You know, Moffat wasn't that far off the pace, but she built into it and then started passing people. So I yep. think that's high. That American get her well, eh? Because she was struggling, eh? Yeah, but she's a good athlete. She finished yeah, third but she held last strong. Year. Yeah. yeah. So I think we'll see the same thing. I think you'll probably see. Um, everybody just taking off uh, coming off the bike Gomez will try to absolutely slam it people will try to go with him and they'll fall off one by one so I would expect the third place finisher possibly second to possibly run through and not to see them at the start of the run mm-hmm. but I think uh, I would like to think either Gemmell or Doherty can get a medal for New Zealand um, and then there's probably another six or seven guys that right, could get anything so yep. This should be exciting times what else you going for us this week? Uh, DIY time a lot of DIY time how's it, how's it let go? I've pulled my carpet up. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Mm. So it's uh, it's okay, but we're, we're DIYing. Got a guy around there doing a measuring quote right now. What, what, what are you getting done? Flooring, we're redoing the bathroom. Mm. Uh, a couple of weeks, it's all happening. Are you doing much yourself? 
Uh, I'm the dog's body sort of nice, work. Yeah. So I don't, yes, yes, I'm doing a lot of gardening at the moment. Yeah. Also had a very bad experience at the weekend. Oh. Went back, to th- thought I was overwrote, decided to go and do a bike race. Oh. Not a good idea. Really? Just yeah. broke your heart? Broke my heart. Well, First been, time I've ever been ha- dropped in a bike race. Oh, really? I mean, I've, I've missed breakaways. And, yeah, um, I've been missed breakaways too, but... Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't pleasant. What what distance? 70k. Oh, really? Thank you, you're Christ. Right, you're right. It, was, <laughs> it was downhill tailwind for the last 10 to 15k when I was dropped. <laughs> so you, were, you weren't angry? Oh, you were angry, I mean? Yeah, but I, it didn't help myself. I did a hard swim in the morning. I was feeling woeful. Went straight home, hammering the garden for two hours. Oh, it's the gardening, just, isn't it? It's jumped, gardening. jumped in the car, went straight out there. You know what problem is, John? It wasn't pretty. Life's not fair. Life's not fair. <laughs> so that's been happening, and, uh, and it's snowing today, so I can't see myself getting my long ride in. Well, it's my birthday, mate. So it's I'm birthday, 31, yeah. I, I spent the night with my friend, my lady friend. Okay. There's a book that I might do. <laughs> no. You've got a big kick-ass present you're seeing right in front of I us. I know, that's from my flatmate. Oh, mate. Yeah, I know, I haven't opened it yet. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, so I'm turning 31 today. You know, I'm gonna, I don't work today, so it's quite nice. I'm not going to do any exercise. I've been to Hong Kong. I went to Hong Kong. I've had a huge Didn't week. Didn't see the equestrian by any chance? No, I just worked my butt off. Um, went to Hong Kong, and I had to be in Auckland, Wellington. Last two weeks, I've just been away the whole time. So it's quite nice to be home, and I've got lots of things to kind of catch up on. Um... Yep, so it's birthday dinner with the family tonight. Looking forward mm-hmm. to that. Did you get to request a special dinner? Well, no, because Tyler's got gymnastics, and so we're doing it early, so mum said we're having soup. Right. <laughs> so, okay. Normally you do. Yeah. But I think when you get the older, you get the less important oh, becomes. Right. Whenever we go to dinner, oh, it's always, really? what do you want for dinner? And what do you get? Roast beef with Yorkshire pudding. Really? Oh, yeah, bring it on. So, apple crumble. My mum does the best apple crumble in the world. And then I'm having a... Oh, yeah, I'm having a party if you want to come around this weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah it's came on. Um, we're having a bit of a party. Pretty casual, nothing too big. And it's, about, it's nice to be home. Nice and I'm home nice. for two months. Nice. So, you know what? I'm really looking forward to being home for two months. Cool. So, yeah. Big show today. It's a big show. We've, we've gone over the hour. Ten doesn't happen often nowadays, does it? Okay, well, got a few interviews uh, oh, hopefully yeah. lined up. Um, yep. Probably going to be speaking to Stephen <coughs> Bailey. We were possibly going to try to see to talk to him today, but it's probably going to be in the next Definitely. couple of weeks. Yep, maybe next week, hopefully. Looks like we're going to get uh, Yvonne Van Clerken sometimes in the next few weeks yep, as well. We've had a few requests to get Chrissy through. Now, I know a few guys actually listen to Chrissy. I know Chrissy. So if you actually know Chrissy, and you maybe want to try to hook us up. Yeah, last time we had to go through her agent, it was a bit of a palaver. Um, so if uh, if anybody knows Chrissy, and if just have a chat to us, or would you be keen to do another interview yeah, and if, uh, if she's keen just pop us an email alright John finish it off I'm Russ I'm Mendo train hard train smart kia kaha, kaha.